0: Today's sponsor is Audible, with an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more. Get a free audiobook with a 30-day trial at audible.com decode. Recode Radio presents Recode Decode, hosted by Kara Swisher, powered by digital media. I'm Kara Swisher, executive editor of Recode. You may know me as the only person who doesn't sing in the car, but in my spare time, I talk tech and you're listening to Recode Decode, a podcast about tech and media's key players, big ideas and how they're changing the world we live in. You can subscribe to Recode Decode at iTunes.com recodedecode Recode Decode. And while you're there, leave us a review. Today in the red chair, I'm in Los Angeles talking to James Corden, the host of The Late Late Show on CBS. Originally a theater and TV actor based in the UK, since March 2015, he has become something of an internet celebrity. I don't know if he'd call himself that, thanks to the Late Late Show's many viral videos. You've probably seen his Carpool karaoke videos in which he drives and sings with celebrities ranging from Adele to Lynn Manuel Miranda to Michelle Obama. James, welcome to Recode Decode. Hi. Thanks for coming. Pleasure. Thanks for I'm so me. thrilled to have you. We like having a TV person here every now oh, well, and then. That... I only talk to geeks and VCs, <laughs> so it's really well, nice to talk to a regular
1: person. Do they know that you call them that? Uh, they do. I do okay, it all the time. Good. They like it. It's like good. Stockholm
0: Syndrome in I'm Silicon here. Valley. Yeah, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just abuse them well, and it works fun. for all yeah. of us. So we're going to talk tech in a minute, but let's mm-hmm. talk a little bit about you. Um, people don't know as much about your background. You have like a hugely varied background in theater and on the BBC and mm-hmm. a TV shows and things like that. So... Talk about how you got to the Late Late Show and then we'll talk about sort of the phenomena you've created there.
1: Um, well, it's, I mean, I'm an actor first and foremost, mm-hmm. uh, and I uh, worked in the UK and had, had done a few plays and a, a couple of films. I worked with directors like Mike Lee and mm-hmm. Shane Meadows and, and people like that. And, uh, I'd worked at the National Theatre and uh, and done a play in New York called The History Boys, Mm -hmm. which did very well. And then I I wrote a sitcom called Gavin and Stacey for the BBC, which, to everybody's surprise, started on a very small digital channel called BBC Three Mm -hmm. and ended up on BBC One. We started with about 500,000 viewers and when we ended it three seasons later we had like 14 million, which in the United Kingdom is essentially... Is everybody, yeah. well, It's about one in three, I think. Right, You right. know, so it, it was a, a super hit. Um, and then I'd done a couple of things that weren't very good. And then I wrote another show for the BBC called The Wrong Mans, which was also part uh, financed by Hulu. And then I went back to New York to do a play called One Man, Two Governors. Right. Uh, which is a big slapstick farce. And... Unbeknown to me, one day, a man called Les Moonves, who is the, the CEO of CBS, yeah, came to see that play. Him. And he tells his story much better than I, so it feels a bit indulgent if right. I tell it. But he, he saw the play and went home and, and started sort of, I think, Googling me and said, how how should we get this guy yeah. on our network? And... Uh, I'd shot a film called Into the Woods and I was writing a new show right. for HBO mm-hmm. and I was going to go back to New York and do a musical called A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum.
0: Zero Mustel. That's right. Movie. So
1: I was going to play that role on Broadway, which I, I was, of course, very much looking forward to. And CBS had asked if I'd write a show for them and, and I had said no and... And I'd gone to Les and the then-president Nina Tassler to sort of uh, explain why. Mm -hmm. And we got talking about Late Night and I told them how incredible I thought Stephen Colbert's appointment was, um, how swiftly they dealt with it, how I thought it was very classy the way they dealt with it. And and we started talking about how I felt like the show after it. Craig Ferguson had just said he was going to step down. Mm -hmm. And I said I, I felt like, unless they find a show that will embrace the internet and reach out its arms to that audience, right. um, I-, I wonder what the point of having that show is. Anymore. Well, yes, because yeah. there's a talk show from 11.30 till 12.30 and then it should have another talk show from 12.30 right. till one thirty, and like it's got to reach, it's got to try to find a different audience um an audience that perhaps don't watch network television anymore, right. not because the content's not right, just because they consume their content in different ways and
0: had you been a big internet person? I mean you brought this to me first of all, had you thought about doing a talk show
1: because not really. you' had done
0: you know you've done musical theater movies no, with music
1: and- I was very reticent to do it is the truth mm-hmm. i I really wasn't sure whether it was the right thing to do um but I just sort of came to the conclusion that I'd much rather regret doing something than not doing something. Mm-hmm. But and, and as far as being an internet person, I, I sort of don't see a huge divide right. between As my, many in
0: Hollywood do. They, I don't they do.
1: see a divide between my phone, my computer screen, and my television. Mm-hmm. Like, at best, at very best, it's a blurred line, right. you know? Right. And the way I see it is content is content. And it's not a good show will be a good show on TV. It will be a good show on your phone. Right. It will be a good show on your laptop. And I don't sort of, differentiate between what the got, platforms that they're you, on.
0: What got you to say that to them and what was the reaction when you said that? It's got to be something different. Now, now, other hosts have been trying the viral videos, Kimmel and Coman. Well, and, well, yeah, no, and, and, and,
1: and very successfully. Right. Because the trick is to... And and what I was saying was nothing really new. It just hadn't really existed on CBS before. Right, right. It's not that I was saying... Mm-hmm. It's not that I was reinventing the wheel in any right, way. Right. It was just oh, the internet. On, the kids on that love it. particular yeah. network... It, um, it
0: was a traditional it talk felt, show yeah
1: it had, it had felt like that I mean David Letterman himself said that he when he was like retiring he did lots of interviews and, and he said that his regret was not embracing it at the time mm-hmm. he says in hindsight he realises that that was something that the twelve thirty, right? The late night with David Letterman would have absolutely. That's what it would have been, right? It's the exactly. Same, it's and the it same embraced audience him
0: to an extent. It did grab stuff,
1: hundred percent. But I mean, he felt like he, he wished he'd have sort of jumped both feet right. in as opposed to just maybe dipping their toes in the water. I so think.
0: when you were conceiving of the show, thinking of it like that, where you see blurred lines, how do you then create? Do you deconstruct the show and then reconstruct it, or do you think of it in pieces? Or what's
1: Not, the well? It's a tough one that because ultimately we look at our show as we launch it at twelve thirty every night, mm-hmm. but it's available twenty four hours a right. day. So we look at each show as an hour, mm-hmm. and we go right. Well, the, the hiss and today's show will be something different to yesterday's show, and then we try and think, well, what will be the moments that people will find, and how can we package them and place them in a Manner that people will mm-hmm. search them out and share them on their phones, you know. And it's ultimately at the core of it, it has to be good. Right at the core of it, you it doesn't matter how much right. you brand something, how much you package that, how much you try and right. put something in front of people. You know, the old adage is the same: if a film's good, the film's good. If, right. if a, you know, right. it's right. if the right. song's good, the song's good. You, you know, can't it's make it not to a
0: sensation. It's
1: not that. It's just got to be. Good and it's got to present because our show is a talk show. So very often it will be m- me and someone else. You've mm-hmm. got to present them in a way that people there haven't really seen them before.
0: So how but, do you do that? What do you? How do you think that? And obviously you've done Karpukalyuk, and we'll mm. talk about that in a second. But how do you imagine to do that? Because talk shows have kind of a strict formula.
1: Well, ours doesn't. Or really. did they? Did right? Yeah, and. Look, there's you could tune into our show tonight, and there'll be elements of it that are very, very the same, you know, mm-hmm. as everyone. Because uh, what we always wanted to do was just, just to evolve slightly, like just the very nature of, you know, we would think about our show, and we would think, well, we're on after Stephen Colbert's show, and Stephen's gonna
0: do politics. Uh, yeah.
1: Politics. He's gonna bring guests out one at a time. Mm-hmm. Well, let's bring all our guests out together. Let's mm-hmm. bring them all out at the same time, because let's try and create a feeling of sort of dinner party, uh, an organic conversation. Mm-hmm. Let's bring our audience closer. His show's in a Broadway theatre. Where would you go after a Broadway theatre? You might go to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. You might go to a cabaret bar. You might go to a jazz club. Well, let's bring our seats closer. Little small Tiffany lamps in between. Mm-hmm. Reggie Watts and his band being just incredible in mm-hmm. that. You know, and and we you just try to... Form it as, as as organically as you can, in a way, that, that would feel like an organic process. And then it's about thinking, well...
0: What's interesting?
1: And just every guest yeah. thinking, well, what, what can we do? What's a thing we can do that's either stupid, mm-hmm. silly, funny, or interesting, or fun? Mm-hmm. And it's just got to tick one of those five, really, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah. So when you're when you're doing this, I every mean, night, we're going to get to how you evolved into the one that's gotten you very well known yep. because it's sort of gotten enormous in that way. When you work with your team writers, explain what you do all day, like how you get it together, how you bring it together now, how it's a modern talk show done.
1: I I mean, no day is really the same. Right. But. Uh, well, I'll go straight after this and I'll go in and sit with the writers and and normally I would be there now Mm -hmm. and we'll look at the news and we'll look at what we want to say at Mm -hmm. the start of the show. What's what's an angle on that? What's a funny thing about this? And then it will become either meetings about today or meetings about tomorrow or maybe meetings about next week. Like at the end of the show, after we wrap the show tonight, me and a few of the crew are going to rehearse something for not next week, the week after.
0: Right, right.
1: So we'll get it to a place that when the guest walks in the door we're already figured out we're already you know 80% there so that they would never feel like oh my god why have I even agreed to do this this is a disaster Mm -hmm. you know right and and mostly it's just thinking well what it's looking at the list of guests and thinking, well what can we do what will be fun like we had a singer on last week called Sean Mendez who's Mm -hmm. Incredibly popular, brilliant singer, good sport. And we decided to do uh, a bit where he would interrupt the show <laughs> because I play a lot of 90s R&B on the show. <laughs> Somewhat ironically, but also, you know, you can't beat like Montel Jordan's This Is How We Do It. Mm-hmm. No, you and cannot. He, and he turns up trin- and goes, "It's yeah, he turns up and says, well, you're playing all this old music, man. And I'm like, wait, are you challenging me to a better then, better now riff off? And then we'll have a... So, right, and it's you right. know. It's just what can and I think I don't know how many people. Should we let's have a look and see how many people have watched it. Hang on. All right. We never look at our ratings. Right. We just.
0: I'm curious what you look at. Oh, well,
1: we mean? only look at our YouTube number. That's the only number we look at. Really? Yeah. Why
0: is that? Tell me that. Tell me about
1: that. Well, because it's, it's the only number that's true. Meaning. Well, look, it's the only number that's a true and real number. Right. Hang on, I found it. Yeah, three million. Three million yeah. for that. For just right. that, that yeah, you just thought little, of at the time. Well, so no. talk
0: about that YouTube thing because years ago I interviewed the guy who did Modern Family, mm. the, the creator, who's terrific. He's been in TV yeah, forever, yeah. and he didn't even know his. He didn't know his Hulu numbers. He didn't know his YouTube numbers. And he said one of the only ways he was and he was trying to push the, the network, uh, which it was one of their huge shows. Yeah. It was their huge show. Yeah, that he was angry that he got everything was based on ratings versus everything else that was important. He's like, I know Hulu's important, I know YouTube's important, I know Twitter's important, but I'm not getting, none of these are getting counted yeah. in the ratings. And so this was a couple of years ago. And so he, we, even, we actually got Hulu to give him the numbers, finally, even though the network owned part of Hulu. Mm. And so, you know, he was sort of in this ratings thing where he thought didn't matter anymore, it wasn't going to matter. So you think just YouTube watches
1: matter to you? Well, because it's the only true number in that it? it's pure... Yeah. Like, our show airs at 12.37 at night. Mm -hmm. Our competition is people choosing to fall asleep. Right. You know? Right. And law and order. Like, it's just, we can't... The internet, YouTube, if it's good, it will travel. Right. People will find it. Mm -hmm. Our show, we are simply at the mercy of a big football game Mm -hmm. or... A big primetime drama, or the news, or our lead-in—that's it. That's whereas it's a level playing field with YouTube. YouTube, it's it's a level playing field. Everybody is at the same. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I got it. Starting got block. It. So yeah. for us on our show, the time slot we're in, which like our time slot is not about ratings; it's mm-hmm. about relevance.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Some would argue that all of late night actually is about relevance. Is about relevance and not mm-hmm. about ratings. It's just what is relevant. And I find ratings a sort of odd thing because you don't know and I don't know and Kevin Spacey doesn't know Mm -hmm. how many people watch House of Cards. Mm -hmm. Yet you, I, and he would never ever disagree that it isn't a hit. Right, right. So it's a pure thing where you know if something's a hit, you know if something works Mm -hmm. and you know if it doesn't. And, you know, we, we look at that's just the numbers that we look okay, at. Okay, so
0: YouTube. What else do you look at? What other things do you think are important? Twitter or Snapchat or anything else?
1: Well, they don't carry out Facebook. They, for example. Well, they well yes, I know that our digital team look a lot at Facebook and Fa- like wh- how we're doing on Facebook and things like that. Um, Twitter and Snapchat don't right.
0: Well, they're starting carry to. the
1: content right of our, starting to, Do you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. but not in its sort of purest sense right now. Right. So of course once that becomes afforded then yes we would yeah. we
0: would um, alright when we get back we're going to talk a little bit about carpool karaoke I'm sure you talk about it more than you like to but I'd love to it's really quite a phenomenon and it, and I want to understand what works from your perspective sure we're here with James Corden the host of The Late Late Show and a tremendous entertainer overall oh bless you empty time Today's show is brought to you by Audible, which has an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more. And you can listen to all of that wherever you like, thanks to Audible's free apps for iOS, Android, and Amazon devices. It's not a streaming or rental service. With Audible, you own the books. James, what book should I listen to next?
1: Oh, Any Human Heart.
0: Why is that? Tell me. Because it's
1: just a beautiful Five? book. It's a be- oh, I forget his name. That's okay. Why is that? I have read it for That's years. Any Human Heart. Best, uh, What's it about? It's a sequence of letters. Ah. And it's beautiful. Ah. That and then the most recent book I read was a book by a brilliant author called Danny Wallace Mm -hmm. called Join Me, which uh, is really good.
0: Why is that? Uh,
1: It's about a guy who started a, well, some people called it a cult. He called it a collective. (laughs) and
0: It's a fine line.
1: He asked people to join him and they didn't know what they were joining and nor did he. Right. This is pre-internet. Uh-huh. Like, this is box ads in a newspaper, you know? All right. And uh, it's a jolly good read. All right. Okay, good. I'll read
0: it. Uh, When you become an Audible member, you get a free book every month, plus a 30% discount on all regularly priced audiobooks. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to audible.com slash decode, download a title free, and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash D-E-C-O-D-E. That's audible.com slash decode and get started today. We'd also like to thank everyone who submitted to our Qualcomm Why Wait contest. We received many interesting ideas over the past few weeks, and the one that really stood out to us was from Edie Jones at Edie underscore J. She suggested that street signs and traffic lights should be connected to the cloud, making traffic smart. As San Franciscans, we're interested in anything that reduces traffic, and now that I'm in L.A., I had an enjoyable two hours on the road this morning. And as residents of the planet, the environmental impact is compelling. Lauren Good and I will be scheduling our lunch with Edie soon, and we may share some highlights on a future episode of Too Embarrassed to Ask. I'd also like to tell you about Code Commerce, which is a live event series we started this year. And I'm here with a host of Code Commerce, Jason Del Rey. Hello, Kara. How are you doing? I'm doing great today. Good. So the next event in the Code Commerce series is coming up. Tell us about it. So it's going to be October 25th in Las Vegas during the Money 2020 Payments Conference. So we're going to go skydiving first and maybe some gambling and then what? What do we do on the rest of the night? So we're going to be talking about the recent wave of giant acquisitions in e-commerce. We've had $2 billion plus ones just in the last few months. Yeah, so that's Jet.com and Dollar Shave Club. So they just started and then they sold for well over a billion dollars, each of these companies. One was a billion, one was three billion, but these were huge exits. And so we're going to talk about what this says about where e-commerce is headed. And also talk about the fad of people maybe buying stuff on sites like Pinterest and Facebook mm-hmm. and whether that's actually a real thing. And how big regular commerce companies are terrified of Amazon and where this is headed. That's a big reason for the MA for sure. All right. Well, we're looking forward to it and I hope to see some of our listeners there. Code Commerce is an invitation only event October 25th in Las Vegas during the Money 2020 conference. For all the details and to apply for an invitation, visit recode.net slash events. We're here with James Corden, the host of The Late Late Show on CBS. He's also a theater and TV actor and has had hit shows. And he's also managed to create a lot of hits on the Internet, which he is maintaining. It doesn't matter where you create these hits. So let's talk about your biggest one, Carpool Karaoke. It's karaoke, yeah. I used to call it Karaoke, mm-hmm. because okay. my name is Kara. Yeah. Um, tell me about how it came together and how you thought it was going to end up and how it did end up.
1: Well, we... I had done a, a sketch for a charity at home called Comic Relief mm-hmm. back in 2010, where part of the sketch was involved me and George Michael in a cast singing Wham songs,
0: mm-hmm. which is so fantastic.
1: And thank you. And people just really responded to it. People, mm-hmm. there was the whole sketch, but that moment, those moments in particular, people were like, oh, I love that. And right. the truth is, when you come and uh, take on a show like this, you're just looking for, you're searching for, what are the moments, what are the bits that will define our show? Right. Because if you don't have stuff that defines the show, mm-hmm. a, what are these shows? Mm-hmm. You know, they're just sort of Ephemeral. dust yeah. that is there and mm-hmm. then it's gone, you know? Right. And if you think about David Letterman's show, top you have a top ten list, Stupid Petricks mm-hmm. or Jay Leno with Jaywalking or... Jimmy Fallon with thank you notes and lip sync battles or Seth's show with a closer look. Mm-hmm. And, and,
0: and we mean were like, tweets, we, mean tweets.
1: yeah, mean tweets of Jimmy Kimmel showing mm-hmm. like you think, well, we need bits that define our show. And so myself and my, and the exec producer, Ben, who's my best friend who also directed that sketch that we were talking about just then we were sat and we were thinking about the location of the show, me moving to LA, mm-hmm. LA people talk about traffic, carpool, carpool lanes, mm-hmm. And it just sort of landed. It just arrived. Mm -hmm. And we just sort of went, carpool. Had you looked
0: at the Jerry Seinfeld talking, two comics talking in the car? No, not
1: really. Um, And you just go, oh, carpool, karaoke, that (laughs) feels like a thing. Right. sing their hits in the car. And
0: you're a musical theatre person, obviously. And we
1: were like, oh, this is, yeah, that's an idea. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's an idea we were absolutely certain would work
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: if we could get someone to do it, right. which we couldn't.
0: Who did you try? Who did you, who wouldn't Who
1: didn't it? we try? We yeah. tried everyone. If and you w- think of an artist, right? they said no.
0: And why? That's silly. Understandably.
1: Right. I don't know this guy. Right. This is not a show that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we were going to like the biggest artists in the world mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the Late Late Show on CBS was not normally a door that they would yeah. pass by, you know? Right. And they didn't know me. They didn't know that. And they were like, well, no, we'll we'll wait. And everybody would just say, well, we'll wait and see. See how it goes. And we're like, right, that's all well and good. But unless someone says yes. Yeah. That day will never come. And God bless Mariah Carey Uh for having the vision and the gumption. And to be quite honest, the balls Uh to do it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we did it. We shot it. I think the first one's like five minutes long. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, what was the song with her oh we did all of them and yeah. uh, and then yeah who would have thought that it would just grow and into then everybody this wanted to thing. do it well slowly and surely yeah. yeah but I mean yeah I'm I'm incredibly proud that in you know in such a sort of short time here mm-hmm. that, that we've sort of created something which is completely really sort is. of definable you know yeah and
0: it's it's thoroughly, it's continually enjoyable. It doesn't matter because some internet memes they sort of work themselves out and then they well, stop. I
1: mean, I mean, who knows if that will happen yeah. with this? But but what we try to do is, is ultimately not do it very often. Like right. we've done, we've done two hundred and uh, not very often. we've done two hundred and thirty five shows, and right. we've done. Carpool, I think nineteen times right you right know? right so but it
0: is a defining element of your show. It really is interesting. so how do you actually tape it because everyone sort of wonders like everyone it's well, seven we, people from Silicon Valley iss like, how does he technically do this?
1: Well, we sit in a car mm-hmm. with I think about eleven fixed GoPro cameras mm-hmm. and then just off
0: the shelf you just bought them off just GoPros,
1: yeah, I mean I didn't buy them right, yeah, I, but they just like, got them yeah, yeah we just they're just all synced up. And mm-hmm. and then there's a car in front of me and a car behind and one car that just sort of floats.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so we're sort of driving in a kind of cushioned bubble, if you like. And we uh, the, the rule is we try and drive in a straight line as mm-hmm. much as we can and away mm-hmm. from the sun. Right, is, okay. Is the, that's the...
0: In an area, in a certain area, not on the highway,
1: anywhere. We never go on the freeway, no. Yeah. We just drive down... We just try and drive on the quietest roads we can find, really. Right, right. And... That's it. We yeah. shoot for like between an hour and two hours and mm-hmm. then so they average GoPros. around 10, 11 minutes. And right. With just it.
0: GoPros is your only is your only technology right there. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. And then
1: we'll use the stereo in the car. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And, and I think the truth is there's an intimacy to it. mm mm-hmm. Like the songs are the thing which people would sure. often know and like and, and they are the very much the glue mm-hmm. that hold it together, but the thing I'm most proud of in them is the the interview element in mm-hmm. it, because I do think you see people like I've known Adele for mm-hmm. eleven years i've mm-hmm. I've seen her on any number of television shows. I don't know if I've ever seen her look quite so relaxed,
0: yep. And yep. she
1: does when she sat in that car, and mm-hmm. the same for like Chris Martin or mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder. And so there's a feeling of that people just you're hopefully, I think, showing very much a
0: a real person because you've been a get real human a being, yeah, yeah. In the car, yeah, it does. In an environment that
1: we're in, in an environment that we sing our songs in, mm-hmm. in an environment which is without cameras and audience and all of those things, right. and and that. That's what I th- I'm most. It, sort it proud also of.
0: works on any screen. You're right, in that way. It works on a TV screen, a phone screen, uh, an iPad screen, say. For sure, yeah. Um, do you think about that at all, of what screen it works on, or do you just not at all? Not really. I think,
1: because, you know, i watch movie trailers on my phone mm-hmm. and feel as moved mm-hmm. as if, or as excited the as if I'm in a movie theater. Right. You know? So, no, I, we, we rarely think about the screen and the format of the size or whatever but mostly um wherever people want we just want to make a show that right that can travel wherever people are going
0: do you think working in hollywood that people do think like that here now more and more or is it is it because it's been a struggle for hollywood to get you know into the idea that people are watching anywhere i watch almost all my tv shows on this broken iphone here which well, is interesting. Well, my
1: question would be, why? Why do you watch? Do you mean you watch them even if you're at home? Yeah. Well, why?
0: I don't know why. I just like it. I don't know. I can't explain. It's a, it's a shift in behavior.
1: You, I would urge you. Yeah, to get it. I have a big to, screen, too. Yeah. To, it's do. If you're going to watch, like, yeah. House of Cards or right. Bloodline or yeah. Transparent, or, mm-hmm. you know, if you've got the choice mm-hmm. between television screen I... and phone, always go television it's fascinating
0: because if you travel anywhere else no everyone's doing what i'm doing which is really like if you go to japan china everybody is glued to they are not glued to the bigger screens they are glued to these smaller screens in a way that it's a real shift in no
1: i get it yeah i get it if you're on the subway i get it if you're in a park i get it if you're at your desk at work Mm -hmm. but my worry Mm -hmm. in the world uh, right now of of uh netflix and amazon and hulu and 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 the only thing i really worry about is i think sometimes when you look at netflix amazon hulu youtube or that whole world is that it it gives the illusion and it gives a feeling of ultimate choice Mm -hmm. of absolute freedom of choice but my worry is that is it actually making the world a a narrower place Mm -hmm. is it actually blinkering you to just staying in your lane. So you watch Transparent. If you like that, you should watch this. You enjoy that, you should watch this. And at no point is it open to other things, which is ultimately, and oddly, it's odd that you should mention the the political Mm -hmm. circumstance that Mm -hmm. we're in right now. But I think lots of people, and you will meet them as much as I will meet them, talk about and go, I don't even understand how Donald Trump has even Mm -hmm. got to this position. And I do believe that that is due to social media mm-hmm. because ultimately all of us will follow like-minded people right so your feed my feed right. will be full of liberal people who feel the same as we do mm-hmm. and that's the same the other side of the line right so if you are reading hillary clinton's this he did that that the, it used to be that a politician would go on the television and if right. they lied walter cronkite or whoever was into him would go <gasps> You lied Mm -hmm. and we, the people, would go, oh, they (laughs) lied. That is, and you're gone. That's it. You lied. You didn't pay taxes. You're gone. But what happens is now, in a world of following only like-minded people, Mm -hmm. that someone could lie and your feed will be full of 10 other people that you follow going, no, he didn't. That's not a lie. She did this. Ignore that. And it reaffirms... It reaffirms yeah. your point it, of view but, and you're reaffirming theirs. And that, I think, is ultimately it, quite a worrying scenario. Sure.
0: But don't you think that ship has sailed a long time ago? I mean, the disaggregation of everything and the that the, the, Walter Cronkite's been dead forever. And, and, and the, the idea that there were three networks, DBS, ABC and NBC is,
1: is... No, no, no. But I'm not talking about yeah, networks. I mean, right. it's a different thing. It's a personal thing. This following when idea. you're making a choice right. to follow... That radio DJ, that television, that podcast, those friends of yours, not those people who live down the street, ultimately it, it closes in and it closes in and you never ever... When are you ever just going to happen upon something? So what you used to do was you'd sit down on a train or on a park and someone would have left a newspaper. And you grab and it. And you go, oh, right. I'll pick this up. Right. And whether it's the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Daily News, New the Guardian, yeah. you're picking it up and you go, oh, this is a different point of view to mine. Mm-hmm. And you're oh, immediately, you're you're open See, to something else.
0: Yeah, see I would argue because I hear from more people than ever before. Now I say I'll tweet something an anti-Trump thing or something like that. Obviously, I, you have to be living in San Francisco. It's part of your duty sure. as a San Francisco citizen. And I will hear from thousands. Now I have a large following. You have a very large following. But you
1: following. have a podcast. So you're not real people. Uh, no, no, I you're get that, but I feel like I'm will. hearing
0: I feel like I'm hearing from more points of view than ever before on everything. Like that you have access to say a Breitbart and a Washington Post, and a New York Times, and an, you have access to everything.
1: But you yeah. are choosing mm-hmm. to have access to right. everything, and right. you actively want to. Mm-hmm. And that's the point. You think people point. just stay
0: in their lanes. I think stay their lanes.
1: that what happens is, when are you just going to happen upon a different right. point of view? Right. And coming back to television, my worry is, what is it meant for? And ultimately, does it at its very best... Is it not a time where, where me, my dad, my sister, my son, will gather together and happen upon right. something? Right.
0: Well, that's only happens now in sports and news. Like, think of the debate, which was a hundred million people or something like that. There you
1: go. Yeah.
0: The sports people yeah. do Olympics, say or yeah. something like that, and major news events. That's pretty much all yeah. that's left.
1: And, and award shows, mm-hmm. but. I don't know if that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we should be very proud of ourselves.
0: What do we do? There's nothing... It's the way it is in I, a lot I'm, of
1: ways. I get it. Uh, but I'm saying I think so, we should have a slight feeling of, oh.
0: Yeah. Of not commonality, oh, commonality. have we
1: taken those moments? Right. Have we taken the season finale of Friends? Mm-hmm. So ultimately what happens or the season finale of Seinfeld or the West Wing mm-hmm. and what happens is I go oh my God, did you see it? And you go, no, I'm on (laughs) episode 11. (laughs) Don't tell me what happened. Okay, let's not talk anymore.
0: Right, right, right. And my hunch
1: is, Mm -hmm. outside of Netflix, Mm -hmm. what will happen is people will ultimately just start scheduling things the same way as television. Now, Mm -hmm. they will live all week, Mm -hmm. but it will be this episode airs now. Mm -hmm. Because what you realise is, you need that sort of social media buzz. You need that thing. If you're. Oh, I don't
0: know. I think people like binging. I think they like it. I well, think...
1: then why? My mother's okay. in her
0: 80s. She loves binging. Sure.
1: Like... but then So then why then? So take Amazon, for example, right. with mm-hmm. a show like The Grand Tour, mm-hmm. which they have paid a huge amount of money for, mm-hmm. are they going to put up every Friday night at nine o'clock?
0: Mm hmm. Because is, they're trying but, that. They're trying to see if that's what people will do. But then they, with Transparent, they just release the whole season.
1: Yeah, but you need, mm-hmm. if, you run those, if you run a service mm-hmm. like that, you need...
0: To keep people to coming keep back.
1: To keep generating buzz. Right. So what happens is, if it's gone in a weekend,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's, woof, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're trending for six hours. Yeah, which hours is a Netflix and, woof, thing. Gone. And then how do you just keep... So, cause that might not be their goal. What do you mean? It
0: might not be Amazon's goal at all. They could be selling Echoes. They could be selling devices. No,
1: but surely the goal is to just ring f- to keep you in, so that you are, everything you get is from here.
0: Yes, it is. But I don't know if they so, necessarily they have you coming back for everything. Like right now with Amazon, they're delivering everything to
1: you. Sure, and Sure, but, and they have it, but the Echo. new subscriptions is the key.
0: Yes, but keeping. And how you many com-
1: countries is Amazon in right now?
0: Uh, I don't know. Lots, a lot. Not as many as you think, but a lot, a lot of countries. But I don't I think bet that it's they, less than twenty. I think they're not trying to. I don't think. I don't know. To, I, don't think, I, I don't know. Well, I, I, I don't actually know. There, I bet it's more than twenty. Um, Do you reckon? No, I don't Let's know. See how much you want to bet on that? <laughs> I don't want to bet anything. I should know this since I. No, you don't have to. Know I should that. know this. Yeah, no, you, I've been covering them since they started. Hang on. So.
1: Yeah, I can't find it.
0: Ah, oh, did Google not help you? No. <laughs> I like how you look up everything.
1: Oh, it's the it's the best. Isn't it? I know it is. There's
0: never an answer that can't be unanswered. Yeah. That's how dinner parties right. go now. No one can possibly just have something just hanging in the air. Someone has to look it up.
1: Well, either, yeah, because otherwise it's just a mass of you're right and you're, yeah, I'm you're right. right and you're wrong. So
0: when we get back, we're going to talk about your own tech habits and, and how right. you look at, at tech in general. Because you're obviously kind of a techie, I think, secretly. I'm
1: not at all. I I'm, I'm, you know wish I was, lot. but I'm 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 not as much as I should be.
0: All right. We'll talk about that next. Support for this podcast comes from MailChimp. More than 12 million people use MailChimp to communicate with their customers and promote their businesses. When you connect your e-commerce store with a MailChimp account, you can create targeted campaigns, send abandoned cart messaging, and recommend products that your customers will love. And when your customers are happy, they spend more money. And when they spend more money, you make more money. And when you make more money, well, you get the picture. MailChimp. Send better email. Sell more stuff. FreshBooks is a super simple cloud accounting software that's helping over 5 million small businesses conquer their administrative and paperwork in less time with way less stress. It only takes 30 seconds to create and send a polished, professional-looking invoice. And customers who accept online payments with FreshBooks get paid three days faster on average. FreshBooks can even show you whether or not a client has looked at an invoice you've emailed. They also track your expenses, cash flow, and the time you're spending on each project. See how FreshBooks' thoughtful, intuitive design can make a huge difference in how you deal with your day-to-day paperwork. To get a free 30-day trial, go to FreshBooks.com/recode and enter "recode decode" in the "How You Heard About Us" section. That's FreshBooks.com/recode to start your 30-day free trial. I'd also like to tell you about Recode Media with Peter Kafka, and this week we have a special bonus episode of Recode Media that will air on Tuesday. That is tomorrow. Peter, who did you talk to this week? Kara, how are you? I'm talking to Josh Tiringel. He's the super smart guy who used to work at Time Magazine, and then he turned Bloomberg Businessweek into a thing people wanted to read. Now he's creating a daily Vice TV show that's gonna run on HBO. What's confusing here is that Vice, which is supposedly targeted at millennials, is putting on a nightly news show, which millennials supposedly don't watch. It's on pay TV, which millennials also are not supposed to have. So hopefully he can explain how all that's gonna work to us. Sounds good, right? You can find Recode Media on iTunes, Google Play Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Peter's interview with Josh comes out tomorrow, and then he'll have another interview at his normal time this Thursday. We're here with James Corden, the host of The Late Late Show on CBS. He's a theater and TV actor also, and he's created videos such as Carpool Karaoke, which have become internet sensations. He also has some thoughts about where entertainment and commonality of watching is going, which I think have been riveting talking about it. So you don't consider yourself a techie? You don't?
1: Not really. You seem
0: rather adept at
1: it. I haven't... Um... I haven't updated my iPhone. iPhone.
0: Yeah. Would you have the 6? Um, don't get the 7. No, no.
1: I've got the, yes. The, I don't know which one it is.
0: 6. That's a 6. Yeah. 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 But
1: uh, I I've, yes, I haven't uh, updated.
0: So you're not, you, do you. what do you use on the internet? What do you, how do you, what do you use regularly? For example, do you use Snapchat?
1: Uh, not very much. Not no, very much. Actually. So you're
0: not getting the glasses.
1: I've seen them. I've tried yeah. them on. Yeah. Have you seen them? Yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah. They good. yeah. They're interesting. interesting. It's interesting
0: yeah. that Google Glass didn't work and these might actually.
1: Yeah, well, we'll see. They they're came appropriately by our office. silly. They came yeah, by our I'm sure and, they want you to put them yeah. on and take It'll some videos. Fun. Yeah, yeah. So we might do something with that. Yeah. Uh, Snapchat, I, I, I get it. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. I think it's fun.
0: Yeah. You're probably too old for it. Sorry. To say. Probably. Yeah. 14 is about the age of
1: usage. Yeah. I, I think it. Can I? Can I float sure. something your way? Sure. Please. What do too. you think of this? All right. I think it should be the law <laughs> that no child yeah. can have a social media account under the age of twelve.
0: Oh well, it kind of is actually. You're not supposed to use Facebook or Snapchat till you're thirteen. Yeah.
1: So why are we not throwing locking up parents and throwing away the kids? Yeah, for that's, like, we're not bullying. Now, children. Why so it's do you not think that? Why
0: do you? No, it's not. But that is actually the rules at those at both. Yeah, those no, services. I know that they're the rules. So why do you think that? Explain why you think that.
1: Because I feel like before anything else, we should learn mm-hmm. human interaction.
0: Right. Instead of staring at screens. We should and...
1: learn that interaction first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In a way of, you know, you have to walk before you can run.
0: Right. So how old are your children? You have my two son ca-
1: is five and my daughter's two.
0: How adept are they interested?
1: Yeah, my son is very adept on an iPad. Can, mm-hmm. You know, see his way around. So you
0: don't want him to have those social media. Why? But why don't you want them to be... I don't that. mind
1: him having him when he's older. Right. I just think up until the age of 12, you should, basically, it should be something that, that happens when you're a teenager. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's something that should happen when you haven't fully formed mm-hmm. what, who you are, mm-hmm. or what you are, or and what you stand for. Because,
0: because bullying, obviously. Well,
1: yeah, because so bullying is an interesting thing. Yeah. So we have all, everybody at some point... On whatever level, however big or small the gradient, have been bullied or been the victim of bullying. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, when I was at school, I remember saying something very, very awful mm-hmm. to someone at school. And then I remember the feeling, to this day, of going, "Ah, oh, that didn't feel nice. Mm-hmm. Seeing mm-hmm. the impact of that. Mm-hmm. I should probably not do that again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, that doesn't happen. Right. On your screen, you right. just go, Well, I've written that out and I feel fantastic. <laughs> I feel great. This is wonderful. Look how and smart. And there are no consequences. And you never, ever will see the consequence of mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And you might start to form habits in yourself mm-hmm. that you don't want as an adult because mm-hmm. you haven't found who you are. Mm hmm.
0: All right, I, I don't know if I fully agree with you, because I think it's just, again, it's water under the bridge in a lot of these things, and we have to figure but out how... How
1: depressing is that? I agree you with you. can't just but, keep but, saying, but well, see. the ship's already sunk. No, sailed. no, no, I can say. No, we can No, because you're about looking
0: it. at it as if they're necessarily all negative elements of... That everything about these technologies are negative and I don't think that's the case. I think it's I'm not saying as, that. I'm right.
1: saying that I think they are hugely positive. Right. I think they're incredible mm-hmm. in the same way that I think having a beer is mm-hmm. fantastic mm-hmm. I think it's wonderful <laughs> I've had some of the best nights of my life drinking vodka uh-huh. but you're not going to give it no, to your 9 no. year old so daughter interesting, so and it's... there's a reason for that because right. you go this is a substance you can only enjoy when you're mentally prepared to take this on board right. and I I believe social media is that powerful.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: That, and I'm not saying it should be 16, 17, no, no, 18. No, I get
0: that. I get your point. But what I wonder about is how we teach people to use these things. I think that's really where it, it comes down to, is that we, yeah. we just abrogate the fact, and they're actually addictive. I have teenagers, I understand. Mm. They're hugely addictive is is the problem. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and it's very pleasing, because you're always, I was with my son the other day, and he was using the phone. I said, put it down, put it down. I'm, mm. I'm very much a put it down person. Yeah. And he said, I just, I'm just, i just looking at one thing. I said, there's always something on there. Of course. Like, there's, it never ends. There's always yeah. an answer, an entertainment, a game. But that
1: argument I think people right. used to make about television. Right, exactly. That thing of, like, if you watch it long enough, your eyes are going Right, square, exactly. You know? Right, right. So, but that, yeah, I just think... It's an interesting think, idea. I, I just I, think I, children are incredible. I think an innocence in children is really important. Right. And... There's a long way to There's go law. in your so what life. What would you
0: do to parents? What could you? I mean, Silicon Valley, in a way, or you know, you could compare them to manufacturers of any other addictive substance. Essentially, well, they would not want that to happen. But how do you? How would you enforce that?
1: Well, I, I would. You would just, if you were to find a social media, fa- let's say, let's say Facebook found an account mm-hmm. in a child's name which is under the age of twelve, mm-hmm. then you just shut it down. Right. And then, if it starts up again, you like, and if you are under that age, you can't even register to get one. Mm -hmm. So then, let's say you've made you then you make up your own age. Mm -hmm. And I just think, look, you're never ever going to be able to police it in the same way that Mm -hmm. I had my first cigarette when I was 14. You're Mm -hmm. never going to be able to police it. Right. But if people knew, if parents knew, oh, that's the law. Right. You're not allowed to do it. If they even knew that. Right. And if schools schools enforced uh they,
0: try, they do when you, yeah they as do. my
1: son's school does yes so yeah, any child yeah. found with a social media account yeah they are so that you get it's like a one strike right. and then it's serious yeah, yeah or a
0: phone in school yeah. and stuff like that yeah. ours, ours and, bar and, too.
1: but that's not all schools
0: right right no absolutely because kids have become facile at these yeah. things and stuff so what what other media do you, to social uh, digital media do you use What do you mean? What do you... Do you use an iWatch? Do you use all those... My iWatch
1: was handed down to me from my grandfather and my (laughs) great-grandfather and my grandfather before that. And so I just like to keep it very safe (laughs) in a drawer because Uh that... It means a lot to... No. I've tried the iWatch. My wife's into it. Mm -hmm. Um, I... uh, Yeah. I don't know if I want to know that I've got a text from my mate Andy. Yeah. It, whilst I'm having this conversation, right, exactly. and this I can just turn it over right. and put it there, and right. it's and it's gone a bit. But I, I I do get it as a piece of kit. I think it's.
0: Do you use VR at all or drones? I've, well, or? I've,
1: <coughs> drones. Do you know what? A drone flew over my house the other day. Oh, they're probably taking a picture of you. And just hovered over our garden, mm-hmm. and I was in the garden with my wife, my children, my mum, mm-hmm. and we were like, it flew over. And then came back.
0: Yeah, they're taking pictures. Of and them.
1: then, flew, But then we were like, is that... It's really just waiting there. And I went out in my car to try mm-hmm. and find...
0: Right, the drone person. Yeah. You can't.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, shocking, no? I agree. So why are we all right with this?
0: <laughs> some people are. Some people... There's laws being... You know, Britain actually is moving very <clears throat> fast forward with these as delivery drones, especially... The delivery
1: drones worry me a little bit.
0: Right. Well, Britain is way fast forward on this compared to the US in approving them because they want the startups to move there to be doing this. I see. Yeah. Yeah, it worries Why me are you a worry little. Why about delivery drones?
1: I just worry <laughs> that my daughter's playing in the garden one day and the day. drone falls on her head. Yeah. 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 Oops. Like oops. There's no way that's not going to happen at yeah. some point. Yeah. Yeah. So I you sort don't of-
0: you don't want to hear about Uber's <clears throat> new vertical planes taking off then I guess.
1: Oh, I'm interested. Yeah, go yeah, on. What is it?
0: They're they're working on a project where there's these called they're called a Velo or something like that vertical lift and takeoff or right. landing and takeoff vertical landing and takeoff. And so they're vehicles that you can use in cities where you just take off. It's not a helicopter. It has multi. Yeah. It has multi blades, uh-huh. and it just will go. Say, if you're in Oakland, yeah. you go right to San Francisco. You land on the top of a building. Great. I love that. And then you, you can it's you have multiple time. passengers. It's
1: about time. They're like oddly, a Air travel mm-hmm. is air travel's gone back, while the whole <laughs> world's gone forward. Mm-hmm. Air travel took their like their fastest plane, which is the Concorde, and yeah. went. Yeah, we're going to retire that now. There's been sort of no movement. Yeah. In air travel. Well, I'm all for space.
0: that. There's been Elon Musk going to space. Jeff Bezos wants to go to yeah, space. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean mean like, here. Yes. airplanes. Yes, um, they're going to do that. So, drones you don't like. Do you like robot concierges? Not so much. Yeah. No. Your hotel will walk up to you and say hi. Which would you like for lunch? No.
1: I'd much rather a person. All right,
0: a person. All right. I would much rather a person. That's a big deal. A You're going to have robot concierges at all hotels very soon.
1: Uh, yeah, I doubt I'll be interacting with them very much. <laughs> like... I would, I would definitely rather a person. Um, I'd always rather a person. Yeah, yeah. I don't even like internet banking.
0: Right, right. Because
1: I'd much rather just talk to someone.
0: Right, that's that's done too. I'm sorry to tell you. I, I do
1: Well, feel it's, like not. A bear it's bad not. It's actually not. It's actually not. Okay. So my the bank I'm i a, I'm a member in London mm-hmm. Metro Bank. Yeah. Pride themselves on the fact that you can call them at any time. Right. And they are People. growing. So much faster than any other bank in the United Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't really want...
0: To be online.
1: Yeah. I also don't necessarily want to know that that information is just out there, that I can just have a password. Right. Tell me this about passwords. All right. Okay.
0: All right. Passwords annoy me. Yes, they are annoying.
1: When they say... When I'll put in a password Mm -hmm. and and my phone will say... Yeah, their passwords too weak. You can't mm-hmm. have that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how can you possibly know?
0: Because they know. How? Algorithms. They know. They can tell with people that people have like twenty passwords. That but I don't want
1: twenty passwords. I just yeah. want one.
0: Right, but but they but it's but they can guess them very easily. Who they is can, they? The computers.
1: Right, but what? But what I'm not is going to get into
0: artificial intelligence with you? Because it's going to no. Freak but you what out. is
1: the problem? Why? Like, so now I've got passwords <laughs> that I can't remember. <laughs>
0: So let the password maker make it for you. I'll talk to you about but then, this later. But then
1: what happens is, so then people are like, well, it's not secure. And right. I go, should I tell you what's not secure? Right. Me writing down my <laughs> password for Uber yeah. on a piece of paper get, and like, keeping it in my jeans. You then get
0: one password and it'll generate passwords that are already in the cloud for you and then it'll, it'll just come down.
1: Don't talk to me about this cloud All right, Okay, either. I'm not going to do the this. The way people talk about this cloud like it's a cloud. It's a cloud! It isn't a cloud! It's a cloud. It's a, it's a cloud, I'm sorry to say. Do you know, do you know what, what a cloud is? See,
0: you know, you've been in the cloud for a decade. How long have you had emails? But it's not Email a cloud, is the cloud, but
1: it's not a physical cloud. No, it's not a physical it's cloud, a it's group a digital of, It's a load of hardware <laughs> on an island somewhere, no, no, so no. when people go, what do you mean? It's so what's like it stored it. On? on?
0: On lots of servers everywhere, they're, they're replicated everywhere. But not everywhere. a cloud. Well, Let's yes. be clear. Okay. No, it isn't. All right. Okay. Because All right. Not you a, know cloud. What a cloud. is. Yes. Okay. But so not an actual cloud. It's a, it's right. a metaphoric word exactly. for what it is. And what is it's, that it's given down it up makes there. People feel well, it's is, not in here. It's not in no, a physical it's device. It's on
1: an island somewhere. <laughs> no, <yes>. Where <laughs> anyone can access it. <laughs> no. Not which is clear <laughs> from like the Yahoo hacks. I know. I know. Like
0: yeah. Hacks. Yes. I know. Yes. That's true. The Russians are always people are putting
1: in their Ashley Madison password. Right. Feeling. I'm so sorry you got caught up in that. I'm so sorry.
0: Yeah. Right. But it's in the cloud. Yeah, but it does, but people could steal things from your house or a bank too. It doesn't, if it's physically, if they, things could, go if you had a backpack full of gold you brought in today, for example, yes. anyone could steal it at any time.
1: Sure, but it's with me. Right. So right. I'm not keeping it on a cloud.
0: Yes. And also but- let's
1: not call it a cloud. <laughs> let's <laughs> call it the hard drive island. island. <laughs> because immediately <laughs> then it tells people. Run oh, by Richard
0: Branson it's or something. <laughs>
1: It's not in the sky. Right. It's not untouchable no, by people. It I'm absolutely gonna... is. Someone is monitoring it every day. The whole point of the cloud
0: day. metaphor is that you can get it from anywhere to any device. You have to store it on your device.
1: I think it's not I that. Think, I, I think, think it, you call it a cloud not, to give people you know, a feeling of, we're, well, we're no one finish can up, get into but We're cloud. not going to
0: talk about <laughs> artificial intelligence. And I'm not going to tell you about the interview we had with Elon Musk where he talked about the fact that Artificial intelligence is getting so smart that it's going to eliminate all jobs and that computers, in the best case scenario, are going to treat us like house cats someday. That the computers are going to be so smart, super intelligence is going to happen so quickly on these computers that they'll have a talk show host. The computer will be able to make a talk show host.
1: Oh, I'm sure they could yeah. make a far better one than I. Because <laughs> My worry know. then is all right. that then ultimately, but my only worry with this is people talk about it like mm-hmm. it's great. Mm-hmm. And yes, I agree. And Elon does not. Elon no. is worried. And my the point is, so then, right, okay, let's just take the very thing we're here for, mm-hmm. which is to just ultimately, at some point, have sex mm-hmm. and recreate the die. human race. Right, right. What people are talking about when they do that, take away jobs, mm-hmm. then you take away self-esteem mm-hmm. and purpose and why do you then Unless
0: we wander around and make poetry and art all the time and have sex and eat and then the computers no, do everything for us. Someone's going to
1: find a way where you're going to owe them money. Uh-huh. Cuz in the history of the world that's always happened. Or
0: everybody has universal basic income. We could go. That's a big deal in Silicon Valley. Now right now.
1: Yeah, but universal basic income if Silicon Valley is talking that which yeah. is From what I can work out, Mm -hmm. a lot of companies who try to avoid paying tax as much (laughs) as they can. Like, let's not... It's not just... No, it's all. So, you know, that is... Unfortunately, sounds like spin to me.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, just, oh, I'm just. it's just going to be universal social. No, news. that's so what they're saying. No saying. So,
1: what are you starting this for? We're talking about a group of people who, right. it, it, within twelve months, will value their companies at billions of dollars, and mm-hmm. rightly so. Right, rightly mm-hmm. so. Some of them, yeah, because I believe that they are changing the world. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant, and I think change and evolution is wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic, but you don't know if it's always. But like, let's all just take half a step just mm-hmm. wait just just take a breath yeah hang on do I... we really want to do it let's just play it out right because it feels sometimes like it's a build now decide later
0: I would agree with that I think we are all engaged in a in a version of Wally. eventually yeah. you know what and I mean like a
1: version of well they did that so we should do this right well right. they're doing that well we should do this if they do that mm-hmm. and we, do, mm-hmm. we don't want to be left behind we don't want to be guys that are left behind it's mm-hmm. like don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. like why do everyone just take a, <sighs> What do we really want to do? Mm -hmm. Because let's not forget, a third of the world don't have water.
0: Right. No, exactly. So let's
1: figure that out. Mm -hmm. Let's take a second and go, rather than thinking about your vertical spaceship, let's give everybody clean water. Right. Once everyone, let me
0: just be fair. There are startups doing that in Silicon Valley. It's a big new focus. 100%. So are self-driving cars, which will save gas. Self-driving and cars is a great thing. Eliminating car ownership.
1: I really do. Uh,
0: refiguring out how to do food distribution and everything is yeah. another big thing. It's starting with stupid stuff, but eventually yeah. there are they aren't doing oh, totally. stupid In all stuff.
1: of this, there right. is going to be people doing great, great things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like but water, I think, is a real pickle No, one. I, I
0: always say Silicon Valley is a lot of really smart people thinking of trivial things. At this point, and they it's should like, move to Great Minds should be thinking
1: of Great. Things. Jerry Seinfeld did a great bit about the people who got rid of seedless watermelons, <laughs> and he did a bit where he's like, "Which scientist is going? People are dying, cancer, AIDS, leukemia. Yeah, but this, that's got to stop. You know, like it's <laughs> and you yet know, and
0: so how enjoyable is a seedless watermelon?
1: Oh, uh, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> not for me, because I don't want, I want my like, watermelon to I'm be not pure. even, we've
0: got to end, but I'm not even going to ask you about Twitter. By the way, I really you like ask your, you. About Twitter. Or, do you like Twitter? Yeah. I liked your Kim tweet the other day. I like Kim quite a bit. She's been on our stages on our show quite a bit. Cause I, well,
1: irrespective of that. No, I'm saying ir, no, I really was glad you said No, but irrespective of whether it. someone Because people likes were going nuts. At, yeah. Is that, um, so I just looked on Twitter and saw that Kim Kardashian was mm-hmm. trending. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I wonder what's happened. You know, mm-hmm. I have a... Talk show that mm-hmm. I have an hour of stuff to do every day, right. and you see that someone's been held at gunpoint mm-hmm. and tied up and thrown in a bath, mm-hmm. and all I can think is that just must be utterly terrifying. Mm-hmm. I cannot, for the life of me, imagine what that would feel like. I don't know anyone that that's ever happened to. Mm-hmm. I don't even know Kim Kardashian. I met mm-hmm. her. I don't mm-hmm. know her. And then I just, was I scrolled through the thing on Twitter, I just saw yeah, I know.
0: it was vomit
1: horrific stuff Mm -hmm. where i'm like this is a mother and a human being and Mm -hmm. a wife and a friend Mm -hmm. and if you've got nothing nice to say Mm -hmm. don't say it you can keep your opinion right but at this moment five hours after the story's been released right no they can't take a breath and go
0: well, I don't
1: need to write that. Right, right. What good can come of that?
0: See, well, welcome to Donald Trump. He's the first Twitter candidate, presidential candidate, which is hair trigger whatever's on your mind at three in the morning.
1: Yeah. And so uh my point and even then I like I was getting people going, Oh, you're supposed to be a comedian, which I'm not and never never said I am. Right. Yeah, how can you say that about people making jokes? And I'm like, look, I get it. I, being offended, mm-hmm. I think, is one of the worst things that mm-hmm. we as humans, rego- out with no <laughs> interest in Silicon Valley, yeah. being offended is one of yeah. the worst things we've created mm-hmm. as a human race. Like, mm-hmm. I wholeheartedly withhold the right to offend mm-hmm. and be offended, mm-hmm. and that's fine, and both are fine. You're offended in the way that you're hungry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. But there's a different thing then. than just enjoying the enjoyment in the fact that someone's had a gun held to their head on their own in an apartment in Paris and tied up and thrown in a bath. Uh, I would agree
0: but I think Twitter is the id of the human race you know what I mean it's just the id it's just whatever occurs to people they and to me Trump is actually the personification of that the actual if you think about it like it's just it's id not super ego. it's not ego it's id it's pure and then people just type it and there are no like you were saying there are no consequences
1: yeah and that's the point yep. that No, like there's no sense of mm-hmm. just Decency. right or wrong mm-hmm. and and so yeah i just felt like
0: but you use twitter right you, yeah, yeah i'm a
1: big fan of it yeah. look i think it's a brilliant i love like i find 140 characters genius mm-hmm because it, it, it's all you need well yeah mm-hmm. and like shut up mm-hmm. just make your point, and shut up, and that's mm-hmm. fine I, and I think it's great I think it's a brilliant medium I think it's a wonderful thing and I don't even mind sort of that, that thing because I just think it's Any it, yeah
0: well you could go with that it's not you know it's <clears throat> well I don't agree with this you know guns don't people kill people guns that that's what sometimes Twitter says it's not us it's, it's not the platform but to me the platform is made to create Anger and hate very easily to manufacture it.
1: Yeah, but that's up to us. That's right. But people. how do you?
0: But once you get the tool, how do you stop people from doing it? That's the difficulty. Yeah, thing. but
1: then you're going back to education.
0: Right. Then Absolutely. you're going
1: back to something right. far deeper than right. that, right. Right. which is ultimately then you're going back into the minds and hearts of children right. when they're four, but, five, six. Right. But seven, when you watch a presidential
0: eight. candidate doing it daily on a daily basis and winning it's yeah. disturbing
1: but this is my point but, yeah. th- but then you've got to go back to that and you've got to go back to like you cannot it is impossible it's impossible for you to love someone too much mm-hmm. you can't do it and i fully have the feeling that if you kill people with kindness mm-hmm. there was a woman the other day on twitter i had mm-hmm. like an hour to spare i was mm-hmm. waiting between a thing and a woman tweeted i hate I hate, use the word I hate, mm-hmm. I hate that fat, talentless, egotistical, <laughs> unfunny idiot James Corder, and, and added me on it. And I added, was like, she added you. She so. added me, you know, that's and I was like, like, I was like, wow, that's tough. That's, that's intense. Yeah. So I looked at her profile and uh, she's had a thing called, I forget what it's called, like a, a vegan website oh, wow. with, ve- with recipes. All right. And I was like, there's two things I can do here. Mm-hmm. I can either, well, three things. I can Ign- ignore, it, ignore it, which is what you'd normally do. I can engage in it, which is stupid. Mm-hmm. Or I can just absolutely put my arms around her. Yeah, yeah. And so I just put out some tweets with a link to her website, mm-hmm. going, if anyone's interested in mm-hmm. some amazing vegan recipes, this is incredible. And what did she do? Really great recipes. And then someone put, how much do you get paid for that? I haven't paid a penny. Hey. I'm just saying. Really, really great recipes. Uh-huh. Fantastic. And then I've just, every few hours, I'll just look at her tweet <laughs> and she just uploaded, point taken, I shouldn't uh, <laughs> I shouldn't say bad things about people I haven't met. I like and that's that. it. Yeah. You will only educate people yeah. by loving them and showing them another way.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's I all like, there is like to it. You've got to say, there's
1: another way. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like this.
0: Yeah. I call people when, they're, when they say, when they start because I can find them because I'm good at finding them and then they're shocked. Or you respond to them.
1: They, yeah. But yeah. I would just go straight up kill them with kindness.
0: Right. Oh, well, I like that, James. I just, like that. Just I like that. because... Then we're not even going to get into VR now. We don't have time. Because all talk I keep about thinking that. about that girl,
1: all I keep right. thinking about that girl, right. the only thing that makes me smile right. is friends of hers go, Oh my God. God James Gordon. Did you see tweeted the link to your website? That's amazing. Isn't that incredible? Why did he do that? And then at some point she has to go, Oh, maybe he's not. Well, <laughs> well I, um, oh, I, remember, I, I am firm uh, in my belief of you his know? talent fatness. Yeah. You know so, I mean? you know, it's fun. <laughs> I like it. <laughs>
0: All right, you keep killing him with kindness. And next time we'll talk about VR and carpool karaoke in VR, which could be disturbing and fantastic at the same time.
1: It sounds a little dangerous. It does it, does, it does. But you know, you're going to have to do it next year. Well, Reggie, who's on my show, the runs <laughs> out band, is yeah. just the, the coolest person yeah. you could ever meet. You should get him on this show. Okay. Because he is
0: Mr. straight
1: VR. up front and center, anything new, right. anything hot, yeah. anything great. And he's well into VR.
0: Yeah, and haptic. I'm not even going to go into haptic with you.
1: I've never even heard that word before. It
0: touches you back.
1: Oh no, VR now. VR with touching. Now now it sounds <laughs> now, now it sounds like a party.
0: <laughs> we'll end on that note. Thank you, James. This has been great. Thank it's you. great talking to you. It's really fun and you have uh, lots to say about a lot of things so I'm still laughing Um, if you enjoyed the interview as much as I did be sure to subscribe to the show be the first to listen to future episodes or catch up on previous episodes including some really fantastic interviews I've done with TV star Kim Kardashian Chaos Monkey author Antonio Garcia Martinez and Hamilton producer Jeffrey Seller just to name a few and we have some great news for our podcast fans This week, we have two bonus podcasts for you. Tomorrow, we'll have an extra episode of Recode Media with Peter Kafka, in which Peter talks to Vice News boss Josh Tieringel. And on Wednesday, you'll get an extra episode of Recode Decode, in which we look back on our most interesting things our guests have had to say about diversity in tech, a really important topic to me. To make sure you don't miss an episode, subscribe to our shows on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. In addition to Recode Decode and Recode Media, there's also Too Embarrassed to Ask, which I host with Lauren Good of The Verge, and Recode Replay, where you can hear audio from all our live events. Thanks for listening. Also, thanks to Digital Media, which distributes this show. This has been another episode of Recode Decode. I'll be back here on Wednesday with a bonus episode. Tune in then.